Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. All right, three tactical reasons. Okay, there's a lot of reasons if you're not getting clients why you might not. A lot of times it's mindset stuff, right? But I'm here to tell you three things right now that are tactical reasons, which are immediate actionable steps that you can change so that if you're not getting sales because of these reasons, you can get sales because you're going to make the right changes to make that happen. So first of all, and again, these are tactical. So these are things that I want you to really evaluate as I'm talking about them. Am I doing this in my business? Am I not doing this? And then be in reality. Is that why I'm not getting results? For example, this isn't one of my three, but this just happened last week with one of my clients. She said, Nicole, I'm not doing my sales is all about touch points, right? It's it's a numbers game. It's how many people you're reaching out to. Who are you in conversation with? And she said, um, you know, I didn't do my reach outs this week, but I also understand why I didn't get any discovery calls because I wasn't putting myself out there, right? So when we're in reality with our results and why they're happening, it's not an area for us to judge ourselves or be mean to ourselves. It's just, oh, look at, at it for what it is. Like if I don't have a six pack, I can't be whining and crying about the fact that I don't have a six pack if I haven't done a damn sit up in over a year. And that is 100% my reality. (laughs) I don't have a six pack. I have not done, well, I can't say I haven't done a sit up in over a year because I've been working out with my trainer lately and he's having me do lots of core stuff. But I've just got to be in reality with myself, right? If I'm not taking care of myself, then I can't expect my body or, you know, my appearance to look a way that doesn't, you get what I mean. Anyways, be in reality with your results. But as I go through these three, ask yourself, ooh, am I doing that? And it's okay if you are or you aren't. This is just an opportunity for you to go, ooh, what can I tweak here? So first of all, and these are three things that come from my work that I do with my clients, right? These are some of the things that I ask like right away, just as an audit kind of intention where I'm like, okay, you don't have the clients that you want. You don't have the results that you want. You don't have the, the business right now that you want. Here's some of the things that I look at right away. This is the number one. Are you ready for this? This is the number one. And you're gonna be like, Nicole, that's so simple. Here's one reason why you don't have clients. You're not asking for the business. You're not asking for the business. You're not asking for the business. And what I want you to do is I want you to think right now, do I do that in my business? Do I actually ask for the business? Do I ask people to get on a call with me once I've identified that they have a need for what I offer? Have I had the courage to invite people to the opportunity to hear more about how I can help them? And you're going to be like, no, because it feels pushy. How the hell does it feel pushy if you have something that can help somebody and somebody is telling you, hey, I'm stuck in this area of my life and you don't ask them to take that conversation a little bit further. That's not you avoiding being pushy. That's you being out of integrity with the fact that you have a solution that can help that person and you're not talking about it. 
if you and I are sitting together on a bench and I have in my head the answer, the solution to getting rid of headaches, and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, this has just been the worst day. I have the worst headache and I don't know what to do about it. It's literally, I just need to go home and take a nap. I feel like crap. I feel nauseous. I can't even conduct the, if you're telling me how bad your headache is and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting on the advice that you need, the solution that's going to help you with that headache. And I say not a word. Think about that. And and what would be my reason? Well, I didn't want to feel too pushy to that person. They're suffering. They're in pain. That person has a headache that they just explained to me is taking away from their quality of life. And I know how to help them get rid of it and I'm not saying anything, then you're not asking for the business. And what you need to do, I just put here, get clear on why and where you're missing opportunities. You are missing opportunities if you are not having that conversation with people. It might feel awkward at first because you're a new business owner. I mean, if you've been doing this for a while, then you got some other things that we should look into about why you're not asking for the business. But if you're new to this, of course, it's going to be awkward at first. You're going to feel pushy at first because it's new for you. It's not because you're being pushy. It's because it's new and you've never had that conversation with people before. That's why hiring a sales coach is so helpful and so valuable because I'm going to coach you through that so that you aren't in fear anymore of having that conversation with people. You actually are excited about saying, hey, I got something that could help you. Would you like to hear more about it? And if you're like, but I feel guilty charging for that, then that's a whole nother issue too. And that has nothing to do with whether or not you can help the person that has to do with you. That's you. That's an inside job. That has to do with your wealth consciousness, with your money mindset, with your feelings of worth and value about yourself and what you offer. That doesn't have to do with you being pushy or aggressive or assertive. You absolutely should charge for that. You didn't get that experience overnight. You didn't get that experience from not having pain. You didn't get that experience because it just fell into your lap one day. You probably had to work really hard through your pain to understand what was going on. You probably did a lot of trial and error. You probably hired support, hired help, whether that was in the form of a naturopath or a doctor or a coach. You did not come across this information that you are looking to share with people by accident. It was intentional. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of effort. It took a lot of pain. Don't you dare let your pain go to waste. Your job is to ask for the business. And in order to do that, in order to feel comfortable doing that, you have to get the courage to ask for it. How do we get courage? How did you get courage to get on that bike for the first time? How did you understand when you didn't know how to ride a bike, how to get on that bike? You had to build up some courage. And you know what? The first time you fell off and you skinned your knee, you had to build up courage all over again because that skinning your knee didn't feel very good. You probably didn't want to get back on the bike. You were six years old and you were like, shit, I don't ever want to get on a bike again. I don't care. I'll be fine. I'll ride around in the car. You didn't care because it scared you. It's going to be the same thing with asking for the business and interacting with potential clients. It's going to feel awkward. You're not going to know what to do. You're not supposed to know what to do when you don't know how to do something because you've never done it. That's why having support and investing in yourself is so valuable. Don't task yourself with knowing how to do all this and making yourself wrong when you don't. You're not meant to know how to do something before you've done it. That's what being new to it is all about. That's why you're not Tony Robbins yet. You're not at a masterful level. Mastery requires 10,000 plus hours. You're new. You're supposed to suck at it. And you're supposed to be okay with sucking at it, knowing that you either get to suck at it for a really long time until you figure it out on your own, or you can suck at it for a lot shorter time and have somebody to guide you through the process who's been there, who knows how to suck at it as you're getting better at it. So your job is to figure out how to get courage to ask for the business And that courage comes from taking action. Like I said, how did you get courage to get on the bike? You just did it. You had a support system. Maybe you had parents or guardians or family member around you, members around you that were cheering you on. 
because you didn't know what you were doing when you were first riding. They were all telling you, shouting advice at you, but like you certainly weren't sitting around watching YouTube videos on how to ride a bike. You just got on the damn bike and sometimes it had training wheels and sometimes it didn't, but you had to get the courage to keep getting on that bike. Even when you fell, even when it felt uncomfortable, even when you weren't sure what to do, that's who you are as a coach. That's who you are as you're building your business. Get the courage to ask for the business. And if you're not asking for it, then you better understand how to cultivate that courage in you so that you can start taking action on asking people to have a conversation with you about how your services can benefit them. So get clear on why and where you're missing opportunities. Are you avoiding it in conversations? You know, I have clients all the time and they say this to me. They're like, oh my God, we had the best conversation. It was so good. Like she and I have a dog that has the same name. Like her dog is named uh, Patches and my dog is named Patches. And we've both had our dogs for five years. And, you know, she also is really interested in health and wellness and blah, blah, blah. Did you ask her to work with you? I don't give a shit if you have dogs that are the same name. Sorry, I'm a little, after my detox, I started drinking coffee again this week. I'm on it. But honestly, I get really passionate about this because I don't want you to use excuses to hold yourself back from living the life of your dreams that you know you want. You became a coach so you can help people. And now at every turn, you're like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to offend that person. Do you want to offend yourself? Do you want to abandon yourself? Do you want to hold yourself back from the things that you truly desire in your, in your life because of how somebody else might feel about it? I don't think you want to go through your life like that. I don't think you're going to get to 93 years old and go, oh, I'm glad I avoided all those opportunities where I might have made somebody else feel uncomfortable because I made myself feel uncomfortable my whole life and I didn't go after my dreams. And <laughs> at least I wasn't pushy and aggressive or salesy. You're not going to be happy that you avoided these conversations. You're not going to be happy that you didn't get the courage to ask for the business. So the first tactical reason you're not getting clients, you're not asking for the business. Knowing you have something that can help people. It, let me let me see what I wrote. It's like chicken scratch. Knowing you have something that can help people. Why aren't you offering it to anyone who may need it? And this goes back to the rejection thing. This, this goes back to, for those of you right now that are like, but I'm afraid of being rejected. You need to sign up for my next going for no challenge. Uh, you're making it about you and this is your ego and it's it's leading you through all of this and you got to leave your ego out of this. You're just going to have to get okay with rejection. It's not going to hurt you. It might not feel good at first. It never. It's never like the best day of your life. Like you're going to go through and you're, you're going to hear 10 no's in a day. You're going to hear a lot more than 10 no's in a day sometimes. It's just part of it. You'll get to the point where you'll grow a thicker skin. You won't make it mean anything about you. And you'll just know that every no that you get is getting you closer to a yes. And the more you let those people who say no affect you and impact your ability to keep showing up, you are not going to get to the people who do need you, who are ready to say yes, who are in pain and don't know what the heck to do about it. And they need you to help them through that because you have the map. You are the guide because you suffered through it. And now you want to help others so that they don't have to experience the same suffering as they go through this problem that they don't know how to solve for themselves. So you better understand, you better understand that asking for the business is your job. This whole dancing around like, but we had this really great conversation for like 20 minutes. And then I just, I, you know, I figured if she really wanted what I had, she would have asked me. Oh, so you're tasking it on the people that you're in a conversation with to ask you, hey, by the way, what do you sell and how can I buy it? No, that's not how this works. That is not how this works. Your job is to ask for the business. So that's number one. The tactical thing you're not doing, the reason you're not getting clients, first and foremost, that I see more than anything, you're not asking for the business. You're dancing around it. You're avoiding it. You're avoiding selling. How do I know that? 
It takes one to know one. I was the most skillful avoider of avoiders. And you know where it got me? Zero sales. Got me zero sales. And it got me a lot of tears. And it got a lot of like, I don't feel comfortable. I feel so pushy. I feel so salesy. So listen, if I felt that way, and I lived in fear of being pushy and aggressive and assertive and salesy, and I didn't want to go down that path, and I figured out how to be where I am now, I figured out how to be number one in the nation of my company. I figured out how to have a multiple six-figure coaching business. And if I figured that out, that's not me going, look at me, I did it. It's me saying, I didn't have my shit together either. And I didn't want to be pushy. And I didn't want to be salesy. And I didn't want to be want to be aggressive. And I didn't want to be any of those things that made me at that time feel very uncomfortable. But I'm not any of those things. And I figured out how to get through that and how to understand what my worth and my value is to other people who need it. And now I very confidently show up and I ask for the business when I see the opportunity. My job is to put myself in front of the right people that can benefit from what I have to offer. And once the opportunity reveals itself, invite that person to be in a conversation with me where I can offer them what I know I would recommend that can help them. That's your job. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people. But I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients, and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay, now back to the show. Uh, It's awkward before it's elegant. Like That's just going to be the matter of fact, right? When we're new to something, it's just going to be awkward. And the way it becomes elegant is by doing, doing, doing. Not asking because I have a terrible belief that they won't pay anyways. And that goes into the mindset, right? I told you I was going to do tactical stuff tonight with these three strategies, but the mindset It doesn't matter. You can have all the tactics in the world. You can have all the strategy in the world. Doesn't mean anything unless you believe that it's possible for you. We only take action on what we believe is possible. If you don't believe it's possible, you're not like, I am not trying to be the best tennis player in the world. I am not showing up every morning on the tennis court. I am not doing practice serves. I am not working with a trainer on the tennis court because I don't believe it's possible for me to become the best tennis player in the world. It's also not a desire of mine. Those are two very important things. It's gotta be a real desire that you want And you got to believe it's possible. And between those two things, that's going to hold you back every time, regardless of what tactics or strategy that you have. So that's a really important one. How do you get help with that? Nicole, well, then tell us if you're going to address it, how you get help with it. Hire me. I'd be happy to kick your butt through that. I would be happy to not let you hold yourself back. I would be happy to show up and tell you directly the things you need to hear, even when it's sometimes really intense, because I don't want you to hold yourself back from making this world a healthier place, from fulfilling the dreams that I know you have, or else you wouldn't be a part of this process. You wouldn't have become a health coach. I know it's your dream. You are finding ways, your ego is finding ways, your fears are finding ways to hold you back from it. But I know damn well you wouldn't be here if it wasn't meaningful for you, if you really didn't want it. So Hire me and I'll kick your butt through it. Trust me, I'll be your number one hype girl. I'm getting all hot and sweaty over this. Dang, let me help you help the world. All right, so number one, you're not asking for the business. Bottom line, that's the number one reason why people aren't getting clients. You're not asking for it. A lot of times people aren't asking for it because there's some underlying fear or belief. And that is something that we work on through coaching. All right, number two, you don't have your services advertised anywhere. People are like, 
I'm on Instagram and nobody is buying from me. Do they know what the hell they can buy from you? Yeah, it's in my it's in my bio. It's in my link in my bio, whatever. Freaking it's it's in my link in my bio. Okay. Well, a couple of things, right? First of all, how does anybody know to go to the link in your bio or why would they know to go there if you are not shouting from the mountaintops who you are and what you do and how you help people? And a lot of people are like, once I have an audience, then I'll show up and talk to them about it. What the hell's wrong with the three people that are in your audience right now? What is wrong with serving the people who are paying you with their time and attention right now? There are people who are, if there's three of them, and you're waiting until there's 300 of them, I got news for you. If you're not showing up for the three of them, you are not showing up for the 300 of them. You're new to it. You probably don't want a huge audience listening to you. Your opportunity is now, regardless of how many people are in your community. If there's zero, oh, well, do you know how many webinars I did for zero people? Zero. Even my mom who shows up for everything that I do, there were a couple that even she didn't show up for. And I was like, well, but you know what? The show must go on. I still did it. And it didn't, I didn't make it mean anything about me. Sure, it would have felt good if I had a handful of people on those webinars. But eventually, after doing a bunch of zero attendance webinars, I did start to get people who attended. And it just took me sticking with it and staying persistent, which is a big quality that you want to have as an entrepreneur. So again, I digress. If you don't have your services advertised anywhere, first of all, just being on social media is not enough. Just being like, I'm on Instagram. Okay, do people know what you do? Do people know that you're a coach? And do people know how you help people? I just want to help anybody with anything. Okay, that's why you're not selling anything. And do people know? So are your services and price points advertised on social media? Don't get me wrong. You can have a website, but you do not need one. If you are a brand new coach, don't go investing in a website. Invest in a sales coach. Because what do you want to do first and foremost? Bring in revenue in your business. The fastest way to bring in revenue, hire a sales coach that will teach you how to sell so that you can sell some big high-end packages and bring in money. And then you can start to make investments in other areas of your business. But you can't do that unless people know that there is something for sale. And the only way that they will know that something is for sale is if you are advertising it. So sure, your link in bio can have all the things, but your people have to know to go to the link in your bio. Your people have to know that ultimately you have things that are for sale and your job is to tell them that over and over and over and over and over again. You're going to feel like, oh my God, I'm a broken record. Everybody has heard me talk about this 8,000 times and I want you to keep saying it. Even I'm guilty of this. Even I like don't talk about it as much as I should because sometimes I'm like, wait, have I just shown too much? If you watch my Instagram stories last night, you know, Cassie, I thought killed a possum. Turns out it was just playing dead. But ultimately, sometimes I find myself, while all that is valuable and important to share sides of yourself and your personal life, you need to balance that with a very heavy dose of here's who I am. Here's what I do. I was working with a client the other day and she, I helped her through this. Here's a testimonial from one of my clients. Ultimately, hey, by the way, I've got five spots open in my new in my new one on one package that I'm Whatever it is, you got to be talking about it all the time, balanced in with other stuff that's going on in your life. People know, like, and trust you when they know about you personally, but they also need to know that you sell them something. So number two tactic is you don't have your services advertised. Uh, where do people go to learn about who you are and what you offer? Are you putting it in your content, on your stories, on your posts, on Facebook, Instagram, wherever? Are you talking about it all the time, right? And the third one. This is a big one. Okay, listen carefully. Let me review the first two. The first one was you're not asking for the business. That's just plain and simple. You're not asking for the business. The second one, you don't have your services advertised. Nobody knows that you have something to sell. And here's the third one. This happens all the time. You have too many things that you're selling. 
You have too many offers. You are a brand, if, if you're a brand new coach and you've been in business for under two years, let's let's be a little bit more generous and say under one year, okay? Let's give you your first, it took me a couple of years and I would, I would strongly encourage you for a couple of years to have very, very, very few offers because what's gonna happen is when you have too many offers, you confuse people and a confused buyer cannot buy. That's, that's just bottom line. What's too many offers? I would have a max two, maximum two offers. If you want help and guidance on what those offers are, I got a couple of VIP days that I told you guys, if anybody's watching this and you're interested in getting some, you know, some, I guess, experience that I can share, guidance, support. If you want somebody to audit what's going on in your business, audit your price points, your services, I'd be happy to do that with you. That's what my services are for. I've got a group program that's great for that. I've got one-on-one -on -one coaching, but ultimately too many offers you're just going to confuse people. And here's here's where people all the time get frustrated with, with, not with me, but like, I know objections are hard for people to hear. And there's a couple that we hear a lot, right? One of them is, I need to go check with my husband. One of them is, I don't know if I can afford that. Another one is, I need to think about it. I bet all of you have had this. I bet all of you have had somebody say, oh yeah, that sounds really good. I need to think about it. Okay. If you have one offer or maybe two, there is nothing to think about, especially if those offers are very simple, which they should be, especially if you're new. Listen, if you're like at the masterful level and you're Gina DeVee, she can have as many freaking offers as she wants. She's got the volume to support it. She's got the experience and the masterful level of who she is and what she's done. And she's created an entire academy and organization around who she is and what she coaches people to do. She can have offers. She's She's gotten there. She's been doing this for 20 years. If you are just a couple of years in, I mean, I only have three offers now and I just started my third one. You max two. And here's the other thing. When you're selling, you're not selling something to somebody. You are making a recommendation after you earn the right to make that recommendation. And the way you earn that right is you have a conversation with them, you listen to them, and you listen to the opportunity that exists if there is one. And if so, you say, well, based on what you told me, I'd like to recommend my package, whatever it is. When you have too many offers, people don't know what to choose. A confused buyer cannot buy. Analysis paralysis is real. People go into analysis paralysis and go, oh my God, I don't know. Like, I don't know which one to choose. I have to think about it. Well, help eliminate that objection. Because if you don't give anybody a choice, you say, hey, based on what you told me, I would recommend this. You're the expert. You're the business owner. You're the one that created the service. You know what's best for them based on what they shared with you. This isn't about, I hope they buy. I hope they buy. I hope they buy. That needy energy, you better get rid of it real fast. That is repelling and it will repel whether you realize it or not. No, but I just really wanted a client. I just wanted them to say yes. No, you don't want them to say yes. You want the best outcome for both of you by the end of the call. You don't want a yes. You want the best opportunity for both of you. And many times that means them saying yes to your program. But you're, like what you need to approach that call with is let me hear what they're saying and make a recommendation based on any opportunity that I hear come up. And you don't want more than two offers. Like I said, Depending on where you're at, my advice might be different, but ultimately keep it really simple. And if you're a brand new coach, I would strongly encourage you to do just one-on-one. -on -one. You don't have the volume 
to sell one to many. This is a whole nother conversation and I'm not going to go on a tangent, but just to give you a little bit of guidance on what those two offers should be, I would make them both one-on-one opportunities and make sure everybody in your world knows what they are and what their price point is so that they can make an informed decision about whether or not they want to get on a call with you. And if you want help on all of that, like what's the call going to be called? What's my sales funnel going to look like? Where am I bringing people into my world? How do I get them on these calls? That's why I'm a sales coach. That's why I'm here to help you. And that's why I have services that I can recommend for you that are going to help you get where you want to be as a business owner. So you don't want to give them something to think about. Make it easy on people to know exactly what they want from you. Make it easy for them to say yes. Well, I've got this offer, offer A, and then I've got offer B, and then I've got offer C, and then I've got offer D, and then I've got offer E, and then I've got offer F, and then I've got a really low price point, offer G, and that one's only seven cents. And like, I want to make sure I'm accessible to everybody. So if you can only afford seven cents, here it is. But if you can afford $700, like, stop, stop. You aren't even at an experienced place in your business to be offering that much value in that many different ways. You want to start focused in helping people and have very, very few offers. Again, this is not blanket advice for everybody in terms of like, you know, different stages of your business that you're at. But if you're a new coach with only a couple years under your belt, keep it really simple. Do not have more than two offers. Make it easy for people to know what they want and need from you and make it easy for them to say yes. It's going to be a game changer for you in getting clients. So again, the three tactical reasons you're not getting clients. One, you're not asking for the business. Two, you don't have your services advertised anywhere with your price points. And three, you have too many offers. People want to know you specialize in something. People want to know that what you have is exclusive and really customized and important for them. And there's a lot of other reasons why you might not have clients, but to find out more, I'd be happy to talk to you about what coaching with me would look like. And we can dive into a lot of different areas of your business that would support you in understanding how to tweak them, refine them so that you can get more clients so that together we are working to make this world a healthier place. Thank you for being here for you. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Love you all. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.